So, because my throat hurts, episode 100 has been delayed a little bit. And I know that a lot of you are going to say, yeah, your throat hurts from sucking so much dick. You're funny, but that's not the truth. My throat hurts because I like to yell whenever I like to um, sing along to some of my favorite musical tunes. And that got me to think, why don't I turn my pain into something enjoyable for those of you um, who are out there who actually do like musical tunes and stuff of that nature. So... I went ahead and got my computer, opened it up, and I was kind of thinking to myself, when was the last time that I was a, quote, DJ for, you know, everyone? And seeing as though that this is a special occasion, episode 100, I thought that it would be appropriate to go ahead and be the DJ once again. This is just adding to a laundry list of accomplishments that I have already accomplished. You know, 100 episode podcast, um, a great friend, um, you know, a fantastic uh, podcast host, plus 100 episodes, if I didn't already say that. Uh, You know, I can just add this to my resume. I tell a great story. You know, just fantastic comedian, because I'm sure that all of you have have um, uh, <clears throat> laughed at my jokes, you know. Oh, if this keeps up, I'm going to have to, I'm going to shit a couch, you know. Stuff like that, that's so absurd that no one would think of saying, you know. Like, somehow I was hanging out with Pitbull this one time, and he left a note on my door. It had... S- It said text me, or call me, but it only had his email address, and I thought that that was weird. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mocha. This is the Gut Wrench Podcast, episode 100. My throat hurts, and I've got some... I've got some banger um, audio tracks for you to listen to, and... Two will be from Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 2, and one will be from uh, Resident Evil 2. So, just so you guys know, the sequel is usually always better than the original. Usually, not always, you know. I mean, if someone were to make a sequel to my podcast and mimic everything that I do and or say, it wouldn't by far be, you know, so I don't want to eat my words later. My name is Mocha. This is the Gut Wrench Podcast, episode 100, if I haven't already said that. I think my cat's choking on something. This next one, or, I'm sorry, what I should say is this first one, is, um, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2, for those of you who haven't played that game, it was really good, I grew up with it, uh, a lot, 
I got to play it a few times, mostly because um, there was a problem that I always had as a child to make a long story short, and the problem was that I never had a PlayStation 2 memory card. So any time that I would have to play this game, I would have to start over, ultimately trying to get to the where I would beat it in one day, and then after beating it in one day, having all the characters unlocked and stuff, rushing and rushing and uh, moving up and down my house, basically as a 12 or 13 year old little boy trying to find a memory card, you know, thinking to myself, you know, someone in this house has to have a memory card that they're willing to let me save uh, the game on, you know, or begging, practically pleading to the people that I live with, hey, you have a job, right? Hey, you do this, you do that, you make money. Do you care to go to, like, Walmart, buy me a memory card, and then, you know, you'd be my best friend or whatever, but they would always say no. They would always be like, I mean, unless it was a special occasion, they would be like, no, you know, it's not your birthday, yada yada, you know, sort of like if you were a man married to, I guess, a woman, and you wanted, you know, sex, I guess, is that how, that's not how relationships work, is it? And you wanted sex, and then she was like, no, it's not your birthday, you know, like, what the fuck? Anyway, here's one of the songs that, or it's not really a song so much as a piece of music um, that I remember listening to as a child. And nowadays, I just use it to work out. I use it to meditate. I use it to uh, do various, you know, uh, other things. I'll just be sitting down and then sometimes it'll play in my head because I've memorized it so much, having to play the game so much, and for that matter, having to um, complete the uh, various... You know how I told you the Crash Bandicoot music uh, in the last episode that we did this in? <clears throat> Damn it. In the last episode that we did this in, how I told you that the Crash Bandicoot music is like something that plays in my head once in a while, you know, look, maybe I'll be bored, or I'll just be laying in bed, and then all of a sudden I'll just hear it, and then it'll play on loop, this is one of those songs as well, as well as the uh, other song that we will be listening to later on in the day from Resident Evil 2, because I used to play that game so much, and, you know, I used to always wonder, what would happen if we really did have a zombie apocalypse? Because, of course, I'm seven or eight years old. Anyway, enough of my, uh, rambling about it. Here's the, uh, feature presentation. crunch time, we've got your back and your dinner. Panera.
and I do apologize for that um, brief announcement from Panera, I guess. They're um, not sponsoring this podcast, and for some reason, my YouTube premium um, has been glitching for whatever reason. You pay $20 for something, and it doesn't even work. But apparently, when it's crunch time, we've got your back. Panera. Okay, you and your fucking Italian bread can get the fuck out of here. Something else that I wanted to briefly speak about, but I didn't really want to speak about anything because my throat hurts. Ugh. And by the way, my cat was throwing up, but it almost seems like every time that she tried to throw up, she would just swallow it. <laughs> she... I don't think that she knows that by doing that, she's, I don't think that she knows that by doing that, she's putting herself at risk of choking, because that's the, like your body's trying to force it out, you know, and your esophagus closes in the brief moment that the puke leaves and then afterwards it opens again to force more vomit out of your mouth. I know that that's probably disgusting, but (laughs) the cat could have choked right there and she wouldn't even have known it. What happened there? You know, I was just trying to force this vomit. I mean, I was just trying to puke and then all of a sudden I just started choking on my own puke. What a dumb way to die. Anyway, back to the task at hand. Um, I'm going to try to screen this next one before I play it and try to make sure that there's no ads to it.
So, um, yeah, that one was called Wild Soul, and, <clears throat> let me say that again, Wild Soul, and, um, it's on the same video game, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. For those of you wondering, in case you're like, oh man, that, that sounds great, you know, and maybe I, you know, I just want to pick that up, maybe I just want to, you know, go and listen to that. Now, I don't mean to sound like Boomhauer from fucking <coughs> the King of the Hill cartoon, you know, like, oh man, daggone diggity, gotta go. I mean, he sounds like he's on, uh, he's, uh, on some next level crack. But, um, anyway, what I mean to say is that primarily, um, oh man, earlier I was, I was going to say something before I said, and by the way, my cat was choking on its own vomit. Um, something that really irked me earlier today is that I had watched a, um, certain someone, um, post a YouTube clip of a certain someone else talking about Nick and Matt Jackson, the Jackson brothers, um, super kick party over in AEW, <clears throat> two thirds of a group known as the elite, <clears throat> Nick and Matt Jackson are beyond exceptional athletes. They do all these fantastic, beautiful moves. They put up all these beautiful, um, and under my own umbrella, they, along with Kenny Omega, um, make up the elite, facing off against teams like, um, House of Black, teams like, um, FTR, teams like, uh, ta-ta. It, I mean, all these different teams, and I'm, I'm thinking of a team, but I can't think of their name. Not only is it Blackpool Combat Club, but I'm, I'm trying to think of a, another team that AEW's, uh, roster really has, other than House of Black and, uh, and, uh, the, uh, no, they're not called the, uh, damn it, the Acclaimed, but, I would say the Acclaimed, but there's only two of them, and there's really no three-man group there in the Acclaimed, like, I'm not about to stop this and then go and Google, you know, the six-man tag team, Death Triangle, oh my god, can't forget I know under my own umbrella, umbrella rather, that they've had um, multiple five-star matches with Death Triangle and the likes of uh, the House of Black, <clears throat> you know, because I'm the one who reviewed those matches, so of course I'm going to know that I've given them five stars because the five star matches are the ones that are the most memorable. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Some crackhead, and we all know him, but only some of us 
I'm going to put this in air quotes, love him, love him, and his name is um, Jim Cornette. Now, Cornette thinks that since he's been around since the uh, 1940s in WCW, that it's appropriate to make fun of other professional wrestlers who do not share the same significant ideologies as him. And in doing so, Cornette has made a mockery of the professional wrestling world. <clears throat> That's not funny. Anything and everything that Jim Cornette has been saying. Oh my god, man. It's almost like somebody pays him to to say the outrageous things that he he does say, you know? And I can't. I can't sit here and tell you what he said that's so, oh my god, that's so outrageous, man. You know, you're you're so cool. You go against the grain, brother. You know, like nobody thinks the way that you think, man. That's so cool. Oh my god, you need to be on the news. You know, like I'm not trying to say it like that, but what I'm trying to say is... There's no goddamn way in in actual... If you look at 1950s, 1960s wrestling, because Jim Cornette has one claim to fame. The Midnight Express. Oh my God, the Midnight Express. Oh no, it's the greatest tag team that ever lived and Jim Cornette was a part of it. Do you know what his one what his one claim to fame actually is? I'm going to bring a tennis racket to the wrestling ring. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who aren't um fully immersed in Jim Cornette's uh spiel of professional wrestling, <clears throat> Damn it. His whole entire persona, his personality, as I've stated before, in professional wrestling, we have these larger-than-life personalities, as I've stated before. In professional wrestling, we do have some wrestlers who have character flaws. And in real life, we can take from those character flaws... And do you want to know what Jim Cornette's character flaw is? And if you need more information about what a character flaw is and why it's important to the world of uh, cinematics and professional wrestling, go no further than listen to my other episode that I did called Wrestling Culture. Uh, no, it's not the that's not the name of the episode, but it's primarily an episode where. I discuss uh, what is wrestling culture. I don't remember the name of the episode, so I do apologize. Usually I'm able to, like, snap my fingers and then remember the name of my um, <clears throat> episode at a beck and call. But anyway, there was an episode probably no more than five or six weeks ago where I discussed wrestling culture. What is the culture of professional wrestling? And in that video, in that rather recording, I talked about the culture of professional wrestling in a whole, including the fact that in professional wrestling, 
professional wrestlers, managers, stuff of that nature, referees even sometimes have a character trait that has an inherent flaw. And in that flaw, we learn more about them. And for that matter, we learn to one, respect them, two, love them, three, hate them. Doesn't matter what your what your stance is about it. Some people hate John Cena. Some people love John Cena. Doesn't really matter. If you boo him, if you cheer him, he's still making money at the end of the day. And if you're, um, if you hate him so much, you block him on Twitter. That's great. Wonderful for you. I'm glad that you know, you can do that and live with yourself. But at the same time, you can't tell me that after you block him. Three, four, five, six, seven days go by. You're going to unblock him. You're going to look at his tweets. Then after that, you're going to block him again. You're going to hope. You're going to hope and pray that one day he stumbles upon your blocked profile. And then you're going to, he's going to be like, oh, this is confusing. I've never even met the guy. I don't think, you know, I don't know who John Cena hates me on Twitter is. Anyway, Jim Cornette has got to be the absolute terminal cancer of professional wrestling. I just thought that maybe I would talk a little bit about professional wrestling, seeing as though this is a professional wrestling podcast, before I went on to the next um, uh, installment of Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. The name of this one is We Go Nuts.
So that last one that you heard was the Resident Evil um, Save Room theme song from the Resident Evil 2 uh, video game. <clears throat> and I hope that that was rather creepy or, or spooky, you know, something that you guys maybe uh, enjoyed, even though, I mean, it's just a constant piano sort of, I don't, I don't know how to, <laughs> how to explain it. Okay, my cat is crying, so thank you all so much for joining me. My name is Mocha. This has been the Gut Wrench Podcast, episode number 100, and um, that's a wrap. I'm so sorry that this is such a weak episode, and I hope that um, you'll tune in next week for some more wrestling content. And if you want to find out what Twinkle Toes is saying, um, maybe you want to follow him as well and listen to all of the abrasious, stupid bullshit that comes out of his life. I mean, mouth life. Um, his name is Jim Cornette, and he's an out-of-touch fucking old man who doesn't understand that professional wrestling has evolved since the last time that he was um, a manager in a wrestling ring in the wrestling business rather he was never in a wrestling ring let's be honest he's fat old out of shape probably missing six of his 32 teeth in his head God damn it, just pisses me off to see someone who's like, Well, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, did you see that wrestling match between the 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 two people and the other two people? God damn, I swear, I thought I was about to throw up because Nick Jackson did this one move and I swear I hated it so much, but I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> Some sort of fucking neck beard, fucking mouth breathing parasite. Jim Cornette's been in the wrestling business this long, and the only thing that he knows how to do is sit down and just criticize almost like he's something to behold. Yeah, look at him, everybody. Look at this, you know, jackass over here pissing in the corner. Pissing in the corner. <clears throat> thank you all so much for joining me this has been episode 100 of the gut wrench podcast and uh stay off of drugs because if you don't you might end up like a man named jim Cornette.